0: everyone thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of why can't we talk my name is yaz the host of this podcast i go by she her pronouns i am an aries an april aries at that Uh, personality traits i'd say independent optimistic fun but also shy and awkward at times but who isn't really um This podcast aims to shed light on the impact intergenerational trauma and general family relationships have on the children of Asian communities. I really wanted to create a platform that allowed my guests to speak their minds while sparking a conversation that is long overdue. This podcast will consist of research from credible sources, clips from relevant movies and videos, as well as opinions from myself and my guests. In doing so, I hope to produce work that encompasses unique yet similar stories. main reason behind creating this podcast is for my project capstone uh, for my university in my senior year but the real reason behind it really comes down to the experiences of me and my family. My family has a long history of trauma and it's resulted in various issues such as anxiety, depression, excessive anger, Various forms of assault and stress. For as long as I can remember, these issues have trickled down from my grandparents all the way to the current generations, my siblings and I. You know, people emphasize the importance of therapy, getting help, but they don't talk about the various barriers to obtaining these things, such as language barriers, finances, uh, belief or trust in the system. Or even the community seeing mental health as an issue in the first place. A lot of them don't see it as an issue, they see it as weakness. I for one can attest to that statement because I really do see mental health as a weakness and I shouldn't but it's so common in my family and Asian families in general because nobody has stepped up and talked about it, has advocated for Asian mental health it's just foreign I don't think we realize just how sad this really is how we aren't used to dealing with mental health and promoting it because we, ha- we were never educated about it honestly, that's, that's the bottom line we've never had a proper education about it or had anybody to tell us that this is something we need to work on it's also difficult when the older generations don't step up to the plate either. They don't wanna talk about their past. Like Most of their past is just very traumatizing or brings them a lot of pain, a lot of hardship or feelings that they don't want to feel or talk about. It's in the past for them, when in reality, they're still experiencing the the mental trauma, the the physical, Distress from what they experienced. If the older generation can't talk to us about what they went through, then we'll never know. I remember when I was in, what was it? I believe it was eighth grade or ninth grade. I think it was ninth grade, actually. Ninth grade English. We got an assignment to interview somebody we knew. I forgot exactly what it was about but for some reason I decided to interview my grandma about her past Um, and I was definitely in for a roller coaster ride I must say that because I was not expecting to hear what she had to say about her past I am Khmer or Cambodian and my Khmer grandma told me about her experiences back in the homeland back in Cambodia about the Khmer Rouge and what her family had to go through there was there was killing there was sorrow there was deceit there was cheating it was just there was so much going on if you had light skin to the Khmer Rouge you are an enemy you look like the Chinese the enemies back then you were killed. If you were educated in any form, if you had like a rank of any sort in the military, you were you were an enemy. You were killed. And so she, sadly, she told me that she never got to say bye to her dad because he was ranked in the military. He was gone. And she was left to take care of her siblings. It's just so unsettling how we we find out things like this so much later on in life I was I was in ninth grade when I found this out I didn't even know Khmer Rouge was a thing I didn't know that we have an area called the killing fields where skulls bones are just laying there from from the civil war we had in the homeland if you have some time i would definitely recommend looking up the Khmer rouge uh, and what happened in cambodia um you know we hear so much about and it's not a competition it is in no way a competition but specifically in the american school system or more specifically in washington we're taught so much about um, you know white European history I I don't see a lot of you know if it's not pertaining to the white or European, uh, European uh, communities in any form I don't hear about it or I've never heard about it in my history classes if you want to learn more about Asian history you have to take an Asian history class in like college, university, you have to choose it or you have to go for it as a major or as a minor of some sort. You have to seek for it. It's not just given to you like how it is with the white or European history and I've noticed that and that's something that really needs to change but that's a topic for another day. All in all, I just want to say thanks for being here, you know, thanks for taking the time to listen to my podcast and I want to thank in advance all the guests that will come forward um, in the next episodes and I want to thank my peers for their help and encouragement and I also want to thank my professor for helping me with this project and helping me you know just put it all together all right folks that's all for this episode till next time take care